Welcome back to The Marriage Melody, where we are composing a lifetime of love and happiness with our husband. I am your host, Rivka Harper. In our previous episode, we discussed that a good marriage requires effort. It is not just something that will simply come to us or something we can achieve and then check off on a bucket list and move on. It requires daily work. Now, before I proceed, I do realize that some of you, and perhaps many of you, may strongly disagree with with certain thoughts and ideas we will be discussing. They may appear old-fashioned and out of touch with modern society. After all, we have made significant progress in recent years. For example, we have the feminist movement, which granted us the right to vote, the freedom to work outside the home, the opportunity to pursue any career we desire, and the recognition that our opinions and feelings are valuable. A few hundred years ago, it would have been unimaginable to see women working in all the various sectors of society, from being school teachers to CEOs of major companies and everything in between. In fact, it is now very highly encouraged for girls to pursue careers. And if they happen to mention a desire to be a stay-at-home mom, it is quite often frowned upon. It is as if choosing such a path implies someone is weak or has lack of ambition because our society has undoubtedly advanced. For the record, Just so everyone knows, I fully support women having a voice, having the right to vote, and the ability to forge their own paths in life beyond traditional domestic roles. However, it seems to me that the pendulum may have swung a little too far in the other direction. And in case you're assuming that I am old-fashioned, let me just let you know that I was very excited to pursue physics in university, which is a path which only became acceptable for women to have in the more recent years. We are told as girls to be independent, to be strong, and to stand our ground. And by doing so, we will be successful. And it is true we will be successful in our career. It is just when we try to apply it to our relationship with our husband that everything falls apart. Why is that? Well, on our way up in our career and reaching heights women have never before seen, hidden deep down inside each one of us remains something that we can never erase. And that is, We all desperately want to be cherished by our husbands. Yes, even women who climb the corporate ladder have this innate desire to be cherished and adored by their husband. Now there are two problems. The first is that we are told to have such desire is a sign of weakness. We need to be strong. We need to be independent. And the second 
is that what works in the career world does not work with the most important person in our life, our husband. Some of you might be thinking, that's not true. I am fine just the way things are. I don't need that for my husband. All I ask is for you to take a few moments and take a good deep look inside of you. Now it might be hidden very deep and it might be covered with lots and lots of layers, but it is there. You know them. Perhaps they are the moments around the table at the board meetings or at the mechanic shop when you're trying to get your car repaired or just the times when you accomplish challenging tasks. Look around. These moments are there. We all have them. The times that you just want to relinquish control over to your husband and have him take charge or have him look up to you with admiration and happiness that you are his. Oftentimes, society tells us this desire is weak. I'm telling you, it is not. Yes, it is okay to want and have a career. We just need to understand that we cannot use the same techniques we use in the office with our husband. We need to acknowledge that we have an innate desire to be cherished and adored by him. And it's not just a want, not something that is just nice to have. It is a real need that we all have. And we will find out that when we, when we get that need of being cherished, filled by our husband, we are well on our way to being truly happy. So let's now go back to the last homework. Do you remember the secret sentence that I shared with you? The one sentence that, if you understand and you follow, is the secret to a happy, successful, and most amazing marriage. It's a very simple formula. I know it sounds too good to be true, and usually when things are too good to be true, we know that they're not true. <laughs> but in this case, it is true. Here's the sentence again. When a woman treats her husband like a king, her husband will treat her like a queen. The homework was to understand what that means. So here is a scenario. You are going in for a private visit with a king or queen. You're going, how are you going to prepare? Will you go dressed in the clothes you were just wearing while cleaning your house? No, of course not. You're going to find the best outfit in your closet or probably what's likely going to happen is you're going to go down to the store and you're going to purchase a brand new outfit just for this. After all, it is the king or queen you're trying to see. What about how you act and how you talk? You're for sure going to be careful how you walk, how you hold yourself. You're going to be careful with your language. You're going to make it very proper. You're going to have a soft voice. And even if you disagree, 
you will not yell or scream. My question for you is this. What are you doing when you act this way? When you're putting on your best outfit, watching how you present yourself, how you talk, how you act. You are showing respect. When you meet an important person, such as a king or queen, you show them respect. You do not have to like them as a person, but just the fact that they have such a title is all that you need to give respect. Here's one for you. Did you know that each one of us is a queen in our own home? When we show respect to our husband, our king, then he will show us respect. I know this is the point where many of you might be getting ready to throw tomatoes my way. I hear the question, why do I need to start it off? Why am I the one has to be first? I will show my husband respect when he deserves it, when he shows me respect, and I will not hold it back from him. I know things sound a bit old fashioned, but please let's just hang on here. You are right. You deserve respect and you deserve respect just for being you. And you know what? So does your husband. You want your husband to respect you even with your challenges. After all, you are really a wonderful person and you care for others. However, sometimes you make mistakes because you may not have all the information. Or you may have had a bad day. You might be hungry or tired or you might have a combination of all these factors. In such moments, you want your husband to accept you for who you are and be understanding in your situation. But please, I beg you, remember that it goes both ways. Your husband is also a person who has bad days, who gets tired, who feels hungry, and so on. Therefore, it is important to be considerate and understanding towards him as well. Yes, it would be amazing if our husband would show us respect all the time but he is just human, just like us. So here's another question. Do you want to have a happy and amazing marriage? Now, do you truly want to have a happy and amazing marriage? How much do you want it? How would you like to feel empowered, successful, content and happy, not only in your marriage, but in the other areas of your life as well? Are things starting to sound a bit more enticing? And what are you really willing to do to make this a reality? I once heard a beautiful saying, do you want to be right 
or do you want to do the right thing? Sometimes it's up to us to do what we need to do to fill our needs. It can be hard at first, but if we are dedicated to our marriage and ourselves, by choosing to do the right thing, we will experience tremendous joy. So why is it that we find it easy to give respect to everyone except those closest to us? The answer is because they are closest to us and therefore we feel comfortable and relaxed and we just want to let our hair down. And yes, it is good we feel comfortable, but we need to be careful not to lose the respect. The tools we will learn together are tried and true. Having withstood the test of time for thousands of years, and yes, even in our modern era. And you know what the best part is? You do not have to take my word for it. Actually, I don't want you to. Instead, I want you to hear what I have to say, and while doing so, put everything I say to the test. Try out the suggestions in your own marriage and see the results for yourself. All I ask is for you to give it an honest try for just three to four weeks, just one short podcast episode per week, and work on the assigned homework. Oftentimes, my students witness immediate results with many of the techniques. However, Depending on the specific area of your marriage you are focusing on, the level of closeness you share with your husband, and the kind of communication you have between the two of you, it may take weeks or even months to see the results of your efforts. But even for nothing else, you will see results in you, and that is a beautiful start. But rest assured that if you remain committed, it will truly make a difference. Your marriage is worth it. That is why you're here. We will end with this week's homework. And this week's homework is to work on not interrupting your husband when he talks to you or to somebody else. I know that sounds so easy, doesn't it? Well, I challenge you to try it out and see how it goes. Good luck. We'll see you next time.